Hi, welcome to the Holy Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. And this is season five, episode six. Here we go, just trucking along. Just trucking along. <laughs> through the uh, tundra that is New York City. Yet I again. am done with the snow. I think we're all over it. I think uh, 96% of our listeners are in the tri-state area, uh, so they know what we're feeling. Uh, the other Two out of the other 4% is in Lithuania, so they actually know a good deal about the snow. So I seem like a baby complaining. To, compared to Lithuania. I mean, it's not the Arctic Circle, let's, let's be real, you know? And then we have 2% of, uh, the other 2% is split between Guatemala and Greece. Pretty weird, but makes sense. Of course it makes sense. But, Okay. <laughs> so last week was UFC 258. It was Usman versus Burns for the title. Um, quite honestly, I didn't do any notes for this episode. I'm not feeling it today, but we we have to do it. Yeah, but you're a professional. But I'm a professional. Hayabusa and Bud Light Seltzer are through. paying. Absolutely, they for are. You to get. That's you know, why I'm here. Motivated. That's why I'm here. I came out in the like quadrillion snowstorm and I made it here. I just want to put out there that I'm not feeling it. I'm going to power through and I will be amazing, but I have no idea what I'll be saying and I also don't care about what I will be saying. So UFC 258 was last weekend. We did not buy it and it wasn't worth it <laughs> thankfully we didn't buy it I mean, good thing um this week is ufc fight night blades versus lewis we'll talk very briefly about them later maybe i don't know <laughs> this i did want to talk about as soon as we finished recording last week's episode we found out bellator is back baby it's back not back until April, but, yeah, but back. Whatever. We got yeah. a card. We have two cards, April 2nd and April 9th lined up. Finally, not only are they back, it's also going to be the light heavyweight Grand Prix, which will be quite exciting. Some big names on in that class. Class-ish. Brackets in Bracket. those brackets. Well, explain to the people what a Grand Prix is. Well, there are... Six fights in the light heavyweight Grand Prix setup. Does that make sense? No. No. Eight. Eight. I think. Yeah. Could that make sense? Yeah, it has to be at least eight. So yeah, it's a bracket. It's, it's a bracket. These people will be fighting on the same nights, April 2nd and April 9th, and then they will move to the next bracket and <laughs> fight each other and then get to the championship. It's actually really cool. It never happens in fighting. And this is like the one time when when somebody wins, they are rewarded by moving on, if you will. And not just like an arbitrary number next to their name, which doesn't guarantee them anything. It's a good take, babe. Um, I do want to also say that George was right when he was like, I don't know, some shit's going on with Bellator and Paramount and maybe they're waiting for this or that because Bellator will now be on Showtime. Yeah, hit the big time now. But now do we have to buy Showtime? 
Nah, I think Billy's got an account. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> um, I mean, we're media. Honestly, Showtime should be giving it to us for free. But all right, not. I'll try to hit up uh, Luke Thomas and see if he could yeah. hook it up. You know, thanks a lot. Do you want to recap last week's fights that we didn't watch but we read about? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, part of the reason why we didn't watch last week's fights was also because it was a pay per view, and it just we we didn't want to spend the money on it. <laughs> we didn't, and it's also so tricky. And other podcasts have brought it up this week, and you shouldn't compare pay per views like y- you know just because the last one had Connor and this one it doesn't have like that big name, power, whatever. It's yeah, not yeah. about that. I mean, because. You all, you all, if you listen, you know we don't care about the star power. We care about the people. And we didn't even really care that much about the people on the card. There's a few that I care a lot about, but not enough to be... And also, it was... Was it Valentine's Day weekend? Yeah. Weekend? Yeah. We were just chilling. We had a fucking long ass day. It was like, we're not going to stay up late to watch. I don't know. It's just, it's it's not worth it. And then when we go into March and you guys hear us talk about those cards, there's like. Dude, March is going to be There's no crazy. comparison. Don't even call me in March. Pretty much. Yeah. We're like busy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm on the phone all the time. All right, go ahead. Tell them at least about the couple of fighters we did care okay. about. Bilal Muhammad, you know we love him. He's got one of the best names in MMA and all around freaking cool dude. Uh, he won in a great fight with Diego Lima. Uh, Diego's brother, Douglas Lima, is one of the top... Uh, no, not Douglas. What the fuck am I saying? It is Douglas. It is Douglas. Yeah, Douglas Lima is one of the top fighters in Bellator. Uh, Diego a Lima... traditional Brazilian name? Yeah, Douglas. Right. Um, he kicked the shit out of Bilal Muhammad's legs, but Bilal still clearly won in a decision. And he tweeted, I didn't know you need calves to walk. So funny after that, uh, just a couple days. Uh, but this just in as we were just setting up the studio to talk about uh, fighting, Bilal Muhammad is going to fight Leon Edwards on March 13th after Hamzat Shimeyev dropped out due to COVID complications again. I am... Bilal's name was never even mentioned. That's crazy. We heard Colby, Nate Diaz. What? This is wild. I mean, I don't like the fight for Bilal, honestly, because... He just fought, and he fought a pretty tough fight, and he's going to have only a month to get his leg back in order and to fight Leon Edwards, who honestly is super game. But you know what? We've been critical on this podcast about how he's not, uh, Leon has not been fighting, and we're just happy to see it happen. Yeah, I am so happy someone has stepped in. Leon needs to fight. It kind of didn't even matter at this point who he fought. This is, and great for Bilal Muhammad. If he beats Leon Edwards, damn. So how gangster is Bilal Muhammad? How gangster is Bilal Muhammad, dude? What an awesome dude. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum beat Ian Heinish. So maybe Kelvin Gastelum's girlfriend slash strength and conditioning coach is a good thing for him. Good for, for him. Who? I'm happy. I'm happy. Ian Heinish, keep your head up, man. You're, you're going to be a, a, a really successful fighter, man. But Kelvin's just, he's on a roll, man. He only, he, he only loses to the best yeah. of the absolute best. Uh, Alexa Grasso beat Anna's favorite fighter, Macy Barber. Uh, I'm not going to spend a minute or a second talking about Macy Barber more than I need to. Nope. And uh, Kamaru Marty Usman. I wish I paid to see this fight. It would have been worth it, but I already paid for Fight Pass, so it's going to come up in a few weeks. He beat Gilbert Burns. 
Gilbert, the former training partner, is great storyline coming into this. Nothing but respect. Gilbert Burns dropped Kamaru Usman in the first round. Kamaru gets back up and wins again. More on Marty later, but he's one of the best fighters around right now, and you can't deny that. Agreed. After he won, he he called out Jorge Masvidal, who he has already beaten, and MMA media are like so torn on whether that was the dumbest call out they have ever heard or the most brilliant call out. I think it's Where do you stand? I think it's brilliant because out of all the other guys, right, there's killers in the division and Marty is the number one killer of the division, right? He is. He he's already beat Colby, right? He's beaten everyone in the top six except for Wonderboy. And Wonderboy. Leon isn't in the top six, is he? Uh, I think he is. And he has beaten Leon in the past. Oh, shit. He did. I forgot about that. Pew, wow. Pew. Look at that memory, babe. Cool. That's right. I have a wow. memory. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I don't really like the Wonder Boy fight for him because uh, I could see it going a little bit boring. And just Masvidal, it, it, it makes sense. Masvidal's excuse last time was that he mm-hmm. had the short camp, which whatever. Uh, but it's just the most amount of money and the most eyes. Well, like, why not do that again? And I really think that he beats him. I really think he beats him again. Colby Covington is a hard... Colby Covington is would be like my favorite fighter if he wasn't such a motherfucking piece of shit asshole. Like, right. with the fucking character. He's the fucking truth. And Marty fucking broke his jaw dude so. i know so great that was the only thing that made me okay with the call out for mazadal because i'm like you already beat him i understand there's very little left but i would also like wonder boy to get the opportunity whatever but then mazadal and colby were supposed to fight and that would have made colby a lot of money right yeah. but if usman calls out mazadal one, he takes that money away from Colby. And nice. two, that means Colby's not even in the conversation for a fight with him for the title shot. So he double fucked Colby. <laughs> and I give that the seal of approval. The good old double fuck checkmate. The good old double fuck. Brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, Bud Light Seltzer, your past due on your invoices. Yep, that's so all you're getting that's this That's all episode. you're getting this, this fucking episode. How about we get to the top five of the week, babe? Let's go. Top five of the week brought to you by Hayabusa Fightwear. There's no better gear around, guys. It's snowing outside. I bring my Hayabusa backpack outside. No problem whatsoever. What I really need is some Hayabusa shorts because I asked my mom to pick me up some shorts for training the other day, and she's got good taste, but she just didn't know that they're not functional enough, you know? And I need another pair of Hayabusa shorts where I know that I could grapple, I could strike, I could do whatever, and they're going to still fit good be there and just make me feel good you know because in order to fight good you got to look good and you got to feel good that's dang right this top five is has subcategories and this is what happened when george took over the notes he wrote random thoughts no way bro i'm like fucking Ernest hemingway over here what do you mean random notes okay we're gonna start off you're gonna start off which which gets right into when you feel good 
you fight good because you're starting off with best dressed. I like when this. you look good. Best dressed. All right, dude. Kamaru Usman looked great in his post fight press conference with his black tux, like super formal, crisp white shirt and nice black bow tie. Normally he would have got best dressed easily, but this week best dress was for the voice of the octagon bruce buffer celebrating 25 years of announcing the ufc he wore a red floral blazer with a white shirt and black bow tie and he looked simply amazing so good you know we also are big fans of buffers blazers on instagram say that four times fast (laughs) uh and he always has he always looks fly but he looked amazing this weekend guys always uh, he started in 1996 and stuck with it because he believed that MMA was the future of combat sports. He's a class act. Some dork asked him if he would ever do Let's Get Ready to Rumble because that's his brother, Michael Buffer's like uh, catchphrase. You know, the guy who says Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Coincidentally enough, his brothers with Bruce Buff- Buffer, brothers with Bruce Buffer, <laughs> who like to have butter on their toes. And uh, he says it's time. But he said... Uh, He's always a class act. He goes, no, that's Michael Buffers, and I respect that. What dumbass asked him that? Some reporter that I didn't recognize. And he, let me tell you what, he was not in Fight Island. With All us right, the so then he's a nobody, and that's like just a silly question. Yeah, you know, sometimes there's just dorks around. I know. You, and maybe he was just trying to ask a question that he thought no yeah, one else would ask. Yeah, but. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Here's here's another new thing for top five, right? We went from best dress, we're going, I'm... I, Look at this. Look at these notes. I took I took the initiative to follow what Miss Martone taught in English class. And I'm trying to get these uh, categories up. So we're going right. to give you your what you need to know. What All you need right. to know coming out of last week, right? What you need to know. Kamara Usman surpassed GSP, George St. Pierre's record, for 13 consecutive wins at welterweight. He is that good. Even if you don't know much about fighting, you know who GSP is. He's the guy from uh, French Canada, wherever that is. And (laughs) one of the best of all times in conversation for the GOAT. Uh, Kamara Usman just beat his record. So you need to know that. That's how good he is. That's definitely good to know. And GSP is a household name. Like, mm-hmm. people are still potentially talking about him coming back just to fight Habib or now potentially coming back just to fight Usman. I hope that never happens, mm-hmm. but um, that's cool that he's still in the conversation. We saw him fight live at Madison Square Garden. Yes. Pretty great. Um, But he beat Bisbing that night. Not great. Not so great. Anyway, um, number three in our top five is subtitled Valentine's Day Recap. So we did a little special. If you didn't listen to it, um, I don't know <laughs> if you should. It was like off the cuff. We didn't know we were going to do it. it. It was just something fun for us to do on Valentine's Day. And we went with the Valentine's Day theme of our favorite MMA couples. So we talked about it a little bit and just sat down and winged it. And our favorite MMA couples, if you don't want to listen to the special, I totally get it, were Dustin Poirier and his wife, Jolie, who have known each other, I believe, since high school. Mm -hmm. Also on that list was Megan O'Leavy, a UFC commentator, reporter. Sure. And her... Flyweight. That's right. Husband, Joseph Benavidez. And then last on our list, Amanda I can't remember. Nooney oh, of and, course. Uh, uh, Askarov. Right. Askarov. 
Answer, <laughs> answer off. Answer off. Right. Um, so it was really fun talking And they about reposted them. our Instagram, which was yes, really awesome. That was actually super cool. I was a little tricky in my captions, you see, because I put favorite MMA couple on all of them. They don't know there were three. <laughs> I mean, we can have three favorite <laughs> MMA couples. I you totally fair. can. We totally can. So our Valentine's Day was awesome recording that. And we did our huge of... Uh, Ordering a heart-shaped pizza and drinking wine. You know, we've been doing this podcast for a long time, and I think we're, we get really, really m- more betterer <laughs> as time goes on. <laughs> uh, but things that kind of throw us for a loop is that we did the Valentine's Day thing. I wanted to record it with video, so I think that's why the audio is off because we didn't really know where to look. When <laughs> yeah, when we were doing it. And you hate being on video, and I really think that we need to be on video to push the podcast more. So if you're a listener here and you have uh, my partners, because I am i don't even want to say your name. That's how weird it is. I, I can't even say your name on it, but I'm going to put your video on YouTube. Like I know. Crazy. That is tricky. But, but Andrea did give us positive feedback about like the little preview from last week, too. Yeah. But I tried to do this week, and you said what? Uh, I'm not looking cute, y'all. <laughs> it's not this. No. You look cute to no. me. Thanks, honey. Uh, all right. Next thing uh, on this week's great notes and great subjects of the top five, we're giving you a real housewives moment. Darren Till and Mike Perry have been going back and forth on social media, talking mad shit about each other. And they're both people that are kind of, how can I put this nicely? Uh, trashy. <laughs> it's so tricky. But also like Darren Till also seems less trashy it's just because he's english so like yeah. somehow the accent always like covers up a little bit of the trash but home slice has like been arrested and i think he like he stole a, he stole a cab in tenerife yes which that's gonna come up in another episode because we are gonna give you fighters to follow on instagram but i think he got arrested and like started instagram live but then we never followed up on watching what the fuck was happening No, that was something because he went to go get gas yeah recently he went to go get gas yeah. and he didn't have his mask on and the police came over and they were trying to arrest him in like Birmingham and he's like there's no one around me it's 2am oh uh, yeah, well put crazy. your mask on you jerk off anyway whatever so these guys have been going back and forth about seriously like fighting on the street and really hurting each other they had a 10 minute Instagram live conversation and it actually turned out to be really awesome well first of all they were really mean to each other and but like it turned out to be banter like they were just kind of fucking around I'm surprised Mike Perry knew how to do that. Yeah, and then at the end, like Darren Till was legitimately giving Mike Perry uh, like advice. He's like, "Come here and come train with me." And Mike Perry's like, "I don't want to be away from my family." And Darren Till's like, "I'm away from my family." He's like, "You have to make sacrifices. Now's the time. This is for your family." He's like, "I seen you, man." He's like, "You're not training like you should." He's like, "You should be." He's like, "I want to see you get three welterweight wins in a row." And like, how cool is that? Like for yeah, people, it's, it's who interesting. Are, yeah, work for the same promotion. But here, we want to give you a little bit of uh, what it sounded like. It's pretty ridiculous over here. To be fair, I'm going to headbutt you right in your fucking I'll, I'll, I'll take you down and shove me dick in your mouth. No, your jiu-jitsu is dog shit. I saw what you <laughs> got on top of you. Hey, nobody can take me down in your FC. Uh, you nobody. got hips. I'll give you that. Your hips were strong. You know that. <laughs> your hips were strong. I listen to it pretty regularly. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it's funnier to boys. <laughs> not, not so funny to me. <laughs> You're too smart. I don't think so. 
All right. Um, we said we'd tell you about what to look for this weekend. And number five in our top five is what to look for this weekend. Great note, George. <laughs> Wowee. So prelims for this Saturday night's card start actually in the afternoon at 4.30 on ESPN Plus. The earlier, the better. And the main card starts at 8, also on ESPN Plus. Gotta say, pretty light card. However, the main event is Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis this weekend. Uh, George says to check Instagram for either a knockout and or some funny banter. We know Derek Lewis is known for his one-liners. More importantly, though, and this is how I will make my decision on who to root for, today is Curtis Blades' 30th birthday. Wow, I thought he was 36. So happy birthday, Curtis. Um, Now I am for sure rooting for you. And it is also good to note that it is National Drink Wine Day. So I don't know that we'll be drinking wine, but if you listen to this today, you should drink wine. Bud Light Wine. Next. I can't believe they haven't done that yet, honestly. Ah. They, no, 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 no. No. They can't. Also on the card, but not necessarily like super noteworthy is Ketlin Vieira, Charles Rosa, Luis Pena, um, Tom Aspinall versus Andre Arlovsky should be really good. It's Arlovsky's 50th fight. Yeah, he's got to stop. And then the only other, yeah, he does have to stop. The only other notable fighter on the card is Jared Gordon. We've spoken about him before because he is from Queens. So we are rooting for him. All right. This episode was brought to you by my godfather, Chris. Glad to hear you're feeling better every day. Love you. <laughs>